This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Knows. Good morning. So we are doing Uddhav Gita. This is the ninth chapter, the last message of Sri Krishna. Uh, we had done a certain amount about pranayama, the omkara, and how. within a month's time if you were to do your pranayama you will be able to control your entire process so today we are going to do a certain amount of introduction for what is called as the kundalini yoga a very small one not too big and then we are going to talk about how the meditation has to be done so we are doing uddhav gita chapter 9 the last message of sri krishna verse 36 within the body there is a lotus of the heart with its stalk above and point below and with eight petals and a pericarp now everybody has this understanding that there is a physical kind of a lotus or there is a physical kind of a thing inside of it there is nothing like that it is just a subtle way and a subtle understanding that you need to have what exactly is the kundalini yoga imagine that you have a body which has a complete nerve systems blood vessels your all the systems you know which are connected to your physiology they are literally running across your body from head to toe i want you to just visualize this kind of a thing how would it look like definitely there is a brain which has got the highest concentration of nervous cells over there then there is the spinal cord heart lungs you name it all different different organs are there they are distributed in the entire body from head to toe every organ has a specific function the heart has to beat to pump the blood to the entire body the stomach has to digest stomach has a certain job the bone marrow has a certain job your leg has a certain job to do likewise every organ in the body has a specific kind of an activity all these activities are controlled by the central nervous system that means there is a central nervous organ that is called the brain it is the main center from where everything is literally controlled think that it is the 
center where the CPU is, the central processing unit in your computer. Now in that, there is the chip which is running the whole thing, isn't it? How does that control the entire computer? Exactly like that. Think of yourself as an organism which is controlled by this whole set of network that is running through. Now all this is run through by tiny tubules kind of a thing. And those in the spiritual terminology are called nadis. Then we have what is called as a chakra. Imagine chakra is the regional head office of those things which are coming down from the brain. So if there is a big country like India, how do you manage it? Now the center is in Delhi, New Delhi. Plus there are states right from the right to the left to the bottom to the top. Isn't it? Now every center has its own point where it controls that state. Hmm? So if I have Maharashtra, then there is Mumbai. If we have Karnataka, that is Bangalore, Bengaluru. If there is Tamil Nadu, there is Chennai. Likewise, there are various places where there is a regional office. Now that office controls the state. Now every state has got a district. So there is a district head office. Every town has a town center or a place where they are governed. Now think, this is exactly the system that is prevalent in our body. We have in our body the various chakras as we call them. They are the basic centers from where everything gets controlled which is related to that entire sphere. Now those who understand how the spinal cord works you will find that there are certain nerves which are going from the bottom of the spinal cord towards one leg and then towards another leg. I'm sure you know that. Then you know very well that the right side of the brain controls the left side and the left side of the brain controls the right side. I'm showing reverse, but I think you can see it. <laughs> So there is a right side which controls the left side of the body. So I think you got the gist of what is being shown over here. Now imagine the chakra is the regional office. Now in the regional office there are compartments. There are departments over there. Each relating to a certain functionality. So if I have the chief minister's office in say Maharashtra or Karnataka, 
each office, the CM's office is different. He will have his own finance minister. He will have his own home. He will have his entire thing has been distributed properly. Imagine exactly like that. The chakras are the distribution centers for all these activities in the regional locations. Now, think what I said. Are they in relationship to the center? Of course. You understand the center provides the money and various other things for activities in the state. Right? Likewise, everything from the brain is like a distributed setup for all these other places. Hmm? So they are getting instructions from top. We always say, you know, instructions come from top. Likewise, instructions are coming from various locations also. Okay, heart is having a murmur, this is having that, that is having that. Okay, so many other things are also happening. <laughs> so this is the physiological aspect of how these things are run. Now we will go to the spiritual aspect of it. Because, see, I guess you have an understanding how this body works. Now let us look at it from the spiritual perspective. Now the spiritual perspective is very, very unique. Alright? The reason why it is unique is because it is supposedly the gods and the goddesses, the deities are sitting at these places. Just like you have the chief minister, the home minister, the finance minister, the minister for defense and so on and so forth sitting in various offices. Think like that. So every place has got these in charge. Imagine they are the power centers. And these power centers have a certain amount of control. If I have a certain issue going on in my, in my area, let us say, I can call up the local control center, the police station or whatever that is needed. And if I have a water supply problem, I can call the water department and say, oh, I my water supply is not working. This way you can manage it, isn't it? Think like that. So in the body, so we are now entering the zone of spirituality. In the body, there are six plus one. The one is the top. Centers. The last one. The last one is called the Muladhara. Alright. It is connected to the basic needs of a human being. So what happens over there? This is again a visual representation. I am just trying to imagine there is no snake sitting over there. There is no goddess sitting over there. It is supposed to be like that. Okay. So visualize, visualize. You are just an artist who is going to visualize. You have a very active mind. Think like that. So there is a particular Devi sitting over there. And she is controlling the last chakra over there. Chakra is the headquarters over there. 
and imagine there is a coiled serpent lying over there. Now, if you poke the serpent, what's going to happen? It's going to raise his hood, isn't it? Likewise, think that the hood gets raised and reaches the top. Like that. <laughs> so, this is the coiled serpent which they always depict. Please understand, this is a subject not meant for devotees. Devotees are not even supposed to be bothered about this subject. Because what is the point in taking knowledge which has nothing to do with you? Huh? Got it? But since the subject is there, so I am just explaining to you. So I have explained to you literally like that. There is a Muladhara Chakra, then there is a Swadhishtina. Like that, the second chakra is connected to, from the bottom, it's connected to more or less the sexual needs of the person, so on and so forth. We are concerned with the fourth one from the bottom. So then we have something which is called the Manipura. Alright. Now all these are depicted, depicted like a lotus. Imagine, it's like a lotus flower. So if I take the last one. Alright. Imagine it is a lotus which is at the bottom. Okay, bottom of this canal which is there. Now this particular one has got four petals only. The bottom one has four petals. Like that if I keep on going upward, 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 I come to the point of the heart. Now in the heart there is supposed to be a center again. It is called anahata. Anahard sound like anahata. Like that. Now it has got different color we have to distinguish isn't it different different colors for so the bottom one is red in color then it is orange like that we just have to distinguish and then who is somebody is controlling there some goddess kind of a thing it is a power center powers now if i come to the heart one the heart one this has green color hmm. green now this is the place which is designated for Vishnu, Krishna. Got it? Hmm. There are some petals over there. So now look at what he says. Within the body, there is a lotus of the heart. Okay, it's called the lotus of the heart. With its stalk above, stalk means the... the thread which runs, you know, which is holding the lotus like that. The stalk is above and point below and with eight petals and a pericarp. Eight petals and a pericarp. Actually total twelve in number supposedly. Don't bother about the numbers and the colors and this and that. It is only for imagination purposes. So think that is the place from everything is operating. Now we are doing Uddhav Gita. Right? And in the Uddhav Gita, we just need to understand this one aspect. Why are we not going up and down? Because upstairs over there is the domain of Shiva. I told you some few days ago. 
and like that there are different domains so we are concerned more with krishna's domain so krishna's domain is concerned with the heart and there is a particular lotus and that supposed to be the nerve center for these kind of things so the aspect of love and devotion is also in the heart now you may say ki what is the brain is the controlling center no no not necessarily for everything brain has its central you know the center kind of a thing but every place has its regional head when i say that there is a heart how many things do we connect with the heart the mind is also connected to the heart you know that you will say na he is hard hearted person he is soft hearted person soft and hard all these are connected to the mind only they are not connected to heart per se isn't it he is such a sweet guy he is so soft hearted we say these words isn't it so think like that so your mind which is also zeroed on to this place so the place in the heart is connected for doing these kind of activities now what is krishna saying over here krishna says in verse 37 of the uddhava gita chapter 9 one should meditate on this as inverted with the flower upwards and opened and in the pericarp should think of the sun moon and fire one within the other in the fire again one should reflect on the following form of mind which is good for meditation so again krishna is saying he said one should meditate on this and should think he is very clearly telling you that you have to imagine about this imagine in your imagination you have to think that there is this lotus over there and i am staying there and each of these lotus in the body we are concerned only with the one in the heart and none other so you should meditate on this meditate also means zero on fix on think about imagine all right so zoom on to that particular thing so if i zoom on the lens you know what happens exactly zoom on to this particular domain only and when you zoom into it what happens think of this as it's inverted with the flower upwards and opened the flower is opened why is it not closed opening means i am activating the powers on that particular petal i told you these are power centers imagine that particular petal has opened up and if the petal has opened up that means that particular power is active right which power is active now in this case the lights are on the fan may be on so the switches is on huh the switch can be off also isn't it so now think the switches are on these are centers where you need to think or zero on to or meditate on and this is the place where 
imagine there is a flower there which is opened upwards like this and on that we have the pericarp you should think of the sun and the moon and the fire and these are different different elements which we have to think of there is a sun and then there is a moon and there is a fire and so on and so forth there are different different things just imagine that now in the fire again one should reflect on the following form of mind which is good for meditation now he is going to tell us how you have to imagine me krishna how you have to imagine krishna imagine i am sitting in your heart on that particular petal in this case he says it is the pericarp i'm sitting on this one particular center where am i sitting over there i want you to visualize so he says how do you visualize so this is the visualization concept how you got to do it now what does he say he says this is chapter 9 from the uddhav gita verse 38 symmetrical serene of a benign face with four long and beautiful arms with a well formed and a beautiful neck beautiful cheek and graceful smile now what is the form that you got to see of krishna it is the four armed form the four arm form is to be visualized now krishna is two armed in the normal sense when he came to earth he was two armed isn't it is a normal human being but this we are talking about a deity which is risen above slightly above so what is it that he may be having so just for visualization purpose he says i want you to think of krishna as a four armed form so there are four arms all right he's got a benign face a very soft face remember the heart chakra is connected with softness there is no harshness there there is no anger upset those kind of things do not come in the heart the heart is all about being soft sweet kind those are the words attached to heart so what does he say i'm symmetrical the face is perfect symmetry the right and the left is perfect serene it's a benign face it four long and beautiful arms with a well formed and a beautiful neck the neck is well formed all these aspects are important because we have to develop an ideal so when we develop an ideal we need to have a good ideal for ourselves isn't it think about it like if i want to buy a beautiful say object or if i have to buy as a t-shirt or a, some other kind of a garment don't you think you want to look good in it everything is like that in this world so if i have to buy a house i want it very beautiful if i have to buy a car the car has to look nice It's, these are known characteristics 
you will want your color you will want your shape everything has to match so think like that it's well formed and beautiful neck beautiful cheek and a graceful smile there is a beautiful cheek and a graceful smile the smile is very very beautiful very nice is graceful when you look at krishna your heart should be filled with joy you know ah like that because we are talking about a person who represents love huh so the next verse says verse 39 from uddhav gita chapter 9 which shining alligator shaped pendants in the well matched ear with golden cloth dark complexion like a cloud and with a peculiar marks known as shrivatsa and lakshmi on the chest so these are couple of things that are associated to this four arm form what are the things he is now talking about two earrings okay these two earrings they are alligator shape you know crocodile alligator you know that creature which lives in the swamps and all like that imagine that is the shape dangling in his beautiful ears okay the ears are very nicely formed and with he is wearing a golden cloth his dark complexion like a cloud now cloud is not black in color cloud is not white in color you know the white and we are not talking about that cloud we are talking about the dark complexion cloud the cloud is grayish blue have you seen that color grayish blue like that color when people depict krishna as blue i think they are completely wrong if you depict krishna as completely black they are wrong he is neither black nor blue can you imagine a shade which would suit the human complexion different nowadays you know even in your apps also you have different complexions so like that you can think he is not too dark he is not too light also he is like that think like that so this vishnu avatar which we are talking about he is dressed he is dressed in yellow golden garment he has a beautiful shape the color on his body is like that and he has got peculiar marks known as shrivatsa and lakshmi on the chest do you know what shrivatsa is shrivatsa is a certain tuft of hair which is white in color rest of the hair is black he has got hair on his chest not too much a certain amount of hair on his chest the chest hair is dark in color slightly and then there is a tuft of white hair they are called the shrivatsa okay so he is like that lakshmi rests on his chest lakshmi that is his consort she rests on his chest what avatar are we talking about we are talking about the mahavishnu avatar please remember this <laughs> now we move to the main next verse verse 40 says this is uddhav gita chapter 9 verse 40 adorned with conch disc mace lotus and a garland of wild flowers 
with the feet adorned with the ringing anklets and the chest resplendent with the gem kaustuba. So, we are now describing the rest of him. What does he have in his four hands? Shankha, Chakra, Gada and Padma. Now, Padma means lotus. Okay. Shankha, conch, Chakra, disc, Gada, the maze. You know, like that. He has got this in his four hands. Now, every time when you pray to this particular God, the position of these four changes depending on what exactly you are seeking. Alright? So, if there is a particular avatar that you buy, like you go to the marketplace and you may buy some statue. You have seen Ganesha with his you know, trunk going this side or this side. You have seen that. It's like that. Think this particular aspect of the Lord where he has got these four hands and these four hands keep on switching stuff. So, Shankha Chakra, Gada Padma, those who have been to, say, Tirupati, they have seen the Shankha and the Chakra, no? In a particular place. I imagine switching those from here to there or there to here, like that. Then it becomes a different divinity, a date changes. So let us not go deeper into that. So understand that there are those. He has got a garland of wildflowers with the feet adorned with ringing anklets. So he wears anklets in his feet. He wears a yellow color garment, has got feet which has got anklets on it and the chest resplendent with the gem kaustu on his chest. Remember there is a Srivatsa there. That is the hair tuft and this is a gem. Now this particular gem is extremely important gem. So it is called kaustub. Then, chapter 9, verse 41 from Uddhav Gita, decked with a shining crown, bracelets and a waistband, beautiful in every feature, appealing with the face and eyes, beaming with graciousness and exquisitely tender. This is for praying to. You have to pray to this form. Those who follow this particular path, they have to visualize this way. This is a kind of form that you got to visualize. So he says, decked with shining crowns. So there is a crown. Bracelets, you know what they are. Waistband. Many people may not know what a waistband is. It's a, it's kind of a belt. Waist. Near the waist. Beautiful in every feature. That means every part of his body is very beautiful. Appealing. It's a very beautiful appealing body of this Lord. With a face and eyes beaming with graciousness. With a face and the eyes 
are beaming with graciousness and exquisitely tender that means a very very soft and tender being this is the god who sustains the entire universe got it this is the one who retains everything that is there properly in its place position brahma ji is connected to creation shiva is connected to destruction this is a god which is connected to the sattva guna and sattva is all about graciousness nicety good kind compassionate loving caring you know all those beautiful words that are there they are connected to the heart this is a place where you find this divinity okay so krishna appears like mahavishnu over there so krishna says verse 42 Chapter nine of the Uddhav Gita. One should meditate on this form, concentrate the mind on all the features. A man of self-control should withdraw the organs from the sense objects with the help of the mind, and with the intellect as guide, direct the mind to my whole body. Now, we have understood how this Lord looks like. Got it? this explanation is there you can visualize him and think of him on your heart chakra he is sitting over there think now what are you supposed to do how do you get to this person first and foremost withdraw all the senses the senses are roaming here and there you have your eyes are wandering your ears are trying to listen to things your nose is trying to smell everything is going outwards trying to you know get all the stuff from there and what is krishna saying over here come inside your heart inside your heart go inside don't go outside so cut off all these senses and the sense organs that are running all over the place concentrate your mind just look at it from this point of view you are just going to visualize this in your mind inside your being shutting off all the noises that are there the disturbances that are there in this world so when you sit for meditation you are not supposed to have any disturbance next to you physical or mental mental disturbances are too many in a person's world isn't it he keeps on thinking of all the wrong stuff where is the money going to come from how is this world going to go ahead what is going to happen tomorrow what is my boss going to say what is my wife thinking you got all these issues going on will my children pass in this examination what are they going to do in their life oh my god too many anxieties he says can you just chuck them off your mind is a very very active one can you shut off all these thoughts that are going on got it cut all those thoughts and in that he says 
the man of self control you need to have self control the self control is not going to be given by some god from outside you have to control yourself you have been given the power it's like you are having that object in in your hand you have to control it think about it in a theater are you not getting controlled by the screen what is happening on the screen you are watching that even your television it is telling you look at me and now focus on what i am doing and you get lost in that film when you see your children playing and you are keeping a watch on them and you see them oh so beautiful they are doing this oh like that you are thinking about them you have got your mind which can get attracted to any subject if there is some person who is irritating you your mind is completely lost in that person see how this look at this person is so much irritable you know this person who is irritating or one who is irritable there is no entry in the heart for this person mm-hmm. why because we are talking about a god who doesn't get upset at all got the answer here it is only sattva guna not rajas and tamas if a person is operating from the tamasic guna his mind is working and his mind is focused in the top story over there is thinking 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 this man is an idiot a person who just dwells in his mind is an idiot he is a mad man it goes on there is no entry for this person in the heart if a person is only thinking of money 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 all the time he there is no entry for this kind of a person in the heart he is supposed to go down to brahma ji's level below that is remember i was giving an explanation on the top we have the shiva in the middle we have the vishnu that is the mahavishnu that we are talking about just now and just below that just below that we have the solar plexus where i said we have another chakra over there all right that is controlled by brahma ji the creator he sits over there and manipulates the whole existence he is talking about i want to do this i this has to do that has to be done that has to be done he just keeps on manufacturing stuff creating and those who are on the path of rajas i want to do this i will show the world blah 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 such kind of people are not in the domain of the heart they are not in the domain of the heart the entry in the heart has to be only when you are soft and kind and compassionate and loving otherwise the person is still down so he is in the third chakra like i said the third chakra is called the manipura hmm yes so we move ahead a man of self control should withdraw the organs of the sense objects with the help of the mind and with the intellect as guide direct the mind to the whole my whole body so what you got to do is zero on to the heart and in the heart focus on the object 
how do you focus on the object focus is something which you have to learn you see if you have crossed your ssc all of you have done and then you have given your government examination and then you are given your university examination i am sure you know what focus is all about when you have to study you have to study very hard if your mind is a flutter you are not going to be doing well in your examinations so you know what is a focus if you have if you are working in a company and doing some information technology job do you know how focused you have to be to get that particular problem solved so you know what focus is so focus he says on to this place in the heart on me my form is there what is my form this mahavishnu form that i just now described forearm form with kaustob and all those huh? yes he says bring your intellect as a guide the intellect is going to guide your mind properly it is going to show you how this looks like so go over there direct the mind to my whole body look at my body from top to bottom how do i look have i not described what is there on my head there is a crown on my head what is there my hands so there are shastras astras all those things are there isn't it chanka chakra did we not say that so all those are there how are my eyes how is my ear have i described it yes so verse 43 from chapter 9 of the uddhav gita then one should concentrate that mind distributed all over my body on one part and think of the smiling countenance alone and nothing else now i am an entire being like i showed you but why would you want to focus on every part of my body you don't have to because if i have to focus i have to focus on one particular object only isn't it which object do you like so the face is very beautiful so come to the face don't look at my hands now okay don't look at my hands don't look at my legs don't look at any other part of my body don't think about my crown look at my face and he says then think of the smiling countenance alone and nothing else just look at my beautiful smile that i am giving so when you look at the beautiful smile that i am giving verse 44 from the uddhav gita from chapter 9 says drawing the mind which is concentrated on that one should fix it on the supreme cause then leaving that too one should rest on me and think of nothing whatsoever when you look at my face your mind will start to wander a little bit you will think this is the person who is responsible for the corona virus ah <laughs> this is a person who is responsible for all the problems that are happening in the world you think your mind is not going to think of all the wrong stuff sorry you are in the heart chakra please remember this no wrong thoughts allowed over there don't think that he is responsible for all the wrong stuff if you want to get in his good books if you want to be in the good books of krishna in mahavishnu please think all the good stuff 
Remember in your life also, the moment you start talking bad to another person, you try to trash that person, you say, oh, you don't understand anything. You know, I am teaching you all these things. What do you think of yourself? Blah, 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 blah. You are the worst creature on earth. You are stupid. You don't understand. You have lost that person. You should know that. In the heart chakra, it's all about love and devotion and being friends with people, not making enemies. So Krishna is saying over here, fix your mind on me. Concentrate that. One should fix it on the supreme cause. Why did I tell you about the supreme cause? He is the one who creates all these things in this world. Whatever is happening around you, Remember, he is the one who is sustaining this whole universe, isn't it? So if there are objects which are moving, there are things that are happening, your life is going on, you are earning money, all this is because of his grace. Can you not think about your salary, your company, your job, your wife, your husband, your children, your world around you? Can you in your intellect just focus on me? Bring that intellect which created this whole cause on me. Zero. <clears throat> Fix it on the supreme cause. Then leaving that to then forget that I am the one who has created all these things in your life. And then forget that. And then you should rest on me. Look at your eyes. They got to show love when you are focused on me. So look at me with loving eyes only. Then, and think of nothing whatsoever. If you keep on thinking about other things and you are looking at me, Please understand, there is a big problem that happens. Whatever that you are thinking of, whatever that you are thinking of, just now, suppose you are looking at me, now even in the satsang, you are looking at me, and at this given moment in time you are thinking, what is there for breakfast? Okay? What is the lunch that I will eat? You know, the extension has been given another 15 more days of jail. You are sitting inside your house only. You are thinking about all these things. You know, I don't like what that person has done to me. You are looking at me and talking like this in your mind. Do you know what are the words that keep on pouring from the heart of Krishna? Tathastu, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Those who are doing this yoga with me in another book will understand these principles. And now in the future also, in next time when we open up, we are going to understand the powers that are there in Krishna. They are the Ashtasiddhis in the first petal of the first hole of his. 
in the right round him they are sitting and every time when you say and think of some object in your life and look at me please remember that is what you are going to make happen if you think bad about some person that will happen but the repercussions on you are going to be dangerous who are you to think of something bad happening to another person you are allowed to think good stuff you are sitting in my presence and thinking about wrong stuff to happen to somebody the word tathastu is coming from the ashta siddhis constantly it is going to happen and the suffering is not that other persons it's yours because you have been given clear instructions in the last so many verses look at me and feel nice about it so here he says and think of nothing whatsoever don't think of anything verse 45 from the uddhav gita chapter 9 with one's mind thus absorbed one sees me alone in oneself and sees oneself united with me the self of all like light united to light please decimate that mind of yours do not think about anything wrong just bring all your concentration and your mind including your intellect let it focus only on me when you are doing that it is called single pointed devotion nothing in the world is affecting you even if you take a name of another person or if you think of another person or if you visualize another person you see another person you are thinking you are hearing another person anything else that is happening because of your senses and your mind you are roaming around in this world then you are not single pointed with me at all krishna says if you have to be single pointedly devoted to me why are you thinking of something different why are you trying to understand something else what is it necessary can you shut up for your mind and for your senses tell them shut up and then with man's mind totally absorbed in me can you focus zero on to that mind zero on to it and say i am now focused only on you krishna i am wholly devoted to you then what happens then you see one sees me in oneself and sees oneself united with me then you will see me in your own mind and intellect you will only see me as if i have entered your being and you have entered mine both these cases the self of all who is this person i am the self of all everybody there is no exception in this world 
there is no devil or good or god or all these kind of creatures there are no bad people there are no good people there is nothing happening in this world if you have entered me then i am the self in everything and the self is in me i am the self only i do all these things the light united to light now just imagine both of them united this way so we are moving to the last verse in this chapter this is verse 46 from chapter 9 of the uddhav gita a yogi who thus concentrates his mind through intense meditation will soon blow out the delusion about objects finite knowledge and action now this is an important verse for you to understand if you have concentrated your mind and your intellect on to me in this heart with the form of mind that i described to you with those beautiful eyes and the beautiful face of mine you have merged in me you have become one with me that moment you have had what is called as a yoga yoga means union with god you have become one with me you are now a yogi and who am i i am the yogeshwar the lord of the yoga you are the yogi i am the yogeshwar you have become one with me when you have concentrated your mind through this intense meditation nothing in this world is affecting you only me 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 alone krishna is telling uddhava these words just do not think of anybody there just me krishna only and with this intense meditation you will soon blow out means what because your meditation is so sharp on me you will forget your own existence you may not even feel your body you may not even feel this universe around you nothing appears to you your mind is completely decimated fully and because this mind is completely decimated and you have merged in me because of that you will blow out means you will enter a state of being which is one with me i am constantly in the state of samadhi sat chit ananda truth consciousness bliss it's a blissful state it is called the state of a samadhi and the delusions about objects all these delusions that are there the whole world is conspiring against me this problem is there in this universe there are so many diseases i have money problems my company is not treating me nicely my boys are not doing well my children are not doing well my wife is 
treating me badly or my husband is not looking after me blah 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 the whole problem i have to pay the emi all these are material worldly problems all these problems they are delusions they are not there actually when you merge in me they will all fade away they just go away there is a finite knowledge within you i am a phd i am an mtech i am this i am that i have done scrum courses i have done this courses i have got this letter of recommendation i am there in linkedin i am the boss of this company all these nonsensical things that you keep to supposed to keep in mind you know all that stuff these are finite knowledge that you have it's all nonsense i tell you this knowledge is not going to give you anything no spiritual film so this particular knowledge in one stroke is destroyed you are not the body what are you talking about this is not your body's you know this is nothing to do with you your body must be somebody right and action whatever action that is connected to your body i am somebody's husband i am somebody's wife i am somebody's father i am somebody's mother all these things i am somebody's boss and somebody is my boss i am a servant somebody is treating me badly somebody is treating me nicely all these things are called karmas they are connected people all this are action oriented all these actions are decimated they come to a big zero so you focus on to me zero on to me and don't bother about anything if you have merged in me then i am supposed to handle everything why are you bothered about it but first be one with me and this is the truth about yoga union with god so we have come to the end of this chapter next time we will start with chapter 10 till then take care have a very good day and stay safe stay inside